Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Don't you feel the weight of my stand? You're so close. Nice work, Brendan. Uh, Dablin Drew texts the show to tell us, hey, crazy for you, Madonna, underrated song from the Vision Quest soundtrack. We made reference to uh, (laughs) Zidane Ochara. Uh, His father was a wrestler and the Spokane kid himself, Kyler Yamamoto, uh, being a wrestler as well. We also talked a bit about Tony Mohagan getting dropped by Zidane Ochara. Tony Mohagan. It was like at that time in the Western League in the mid-'90s, that was like, Oh, man. So uh, we might be working on something here, having a little bit of fun on today's show. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you along with Mark Spector. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one and oper- owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Um you can uh, reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063, which is also our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Keep it coming. <laughs> I can't find Tony Mohagan on Hockey TV. That would make him one of the last of the Mohagans, Bob. Oh, nice work. Uh, James, he doesn't exist. You have the James, of his James name Fenmore wrong. Cooper is smiling with that reference, and so too is <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. How uh, do you uh, how do you spell his last name there? O M M M O H E G A N. Nope. Okay. Tanya uh, doesn't come up on Hockey DB. Really? Try M O H A G A N. How about that? Nope. Okay. Uh, we'll get back to it later. This is bad radio. Yeah, well, they're used to it on this show. Trust me. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer, Brendan at Brendan S. Scott. Uh, we'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood cooked right at your table, Edmonton South, downtown Northside, Sherwood Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. All right, uh, Mark, 
So at the start of the year, a lot of people had the orders way outside the looking glass in terms of making the playoffs. For me, yeah. two homegrown products have changed the complexion of things. We've talked about one of them. It's Kyler Yamamoto. The other's been Ethan Bear on defense. Yeah, that's and you know what? That's what good teams have happened. Look at the Bruins coming in here. Uh, they're filled with guys they drafted and developed, right? And then you need the proper culture and the proper veterans inside your room so that when those guys show up, they learn the right way. They learn the right things, you know? And then as as Brad Marchand gets older, he becomes a guy that shows all the, the right things to Jake DeBrusque, you know, because Brad Marchand learned them from Bergeron and, and Big Zdeno Chara, right? And now Jake DeBrusque has been around for a while, and he knows how a proper team runs and how, you, how a team prepares itself to win the right way. And no one's cheating in there. Boston does everything right, man. That's why they're good every year. And the Oilers want to be that. And they're, they've taken steps to that, right? They're, they're not importing leadership anymore from other organizations. They've got McDavid and Drysaddle, the nurse, or the core of this thing. And, you know, guy like Cassian's around, and he's helping lead. And they got some guys in there. Adam Larson's a good leader. Oscar Clefbaum, of course, he's playing a ton of minutes. Uh, he shows you how to do it. And slowly, Bob... These young guys are showing up, and they're walking into the right atmosphere in that dress room, not the wrong atmosphere. They're spending proper amount of time in the minors, not not enough time in the minors. And lo and behold, you might have a good team one day, Bob. All right, so Bear has come in, made a huge difference. Right? There are pro scouts all the time. Stop. Your best defenseman's that Bear kid. Like, that's the sort of comments we get. He certainly handles the puck very well. Yeah. Uh, and, and Yamamoto's been terrific over the last 18 games. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Tippett, unsolicited after Saturday's game, referenced the play of Tyler Benson. Yeah. He's the one that brought it up. Benson made a terrific assist on a gold archibald after after Benson toe-picked on the play. Yeah. Got himself back the up. The fans laughed. <laughs> he he bit it right in the zone, and all the fans kind of had a loud laugh, and then he got up and set up a goal. They weren't laughing so much anymore, Bob. <laughs> so those are three Oilers drafted and developed prospects. And, yeah. uh, and so we talked about, well, who should theoretically come up if they recall a defenseman? What about the likes of an Evan Bouchard? And you're saying, no, they should have Manning up here. I'm saying, well, you know what? There's something being done down on the farm that's given the players some confidence that they can come up and support. Why not Bouchard? Yeah, uh, I'm not. I haven't seen enough of him to know if he's re- capable and ready to step in and play in the NHL in this, uh, you know, at this time of year. This isn't coming up in October or November, right? You're walking into the stretch run now, so I don't know the answer if he's prepared. Uh, it's a real big ask to take a young player, first-year pro, and say, okay, kid, join the NHL team on February 18th. Let's go. You know, that's – that's. I don't consider that the way you develop an excellent prospect. I don't consider that protecting my young prospect at all. I think you're exposing him and you're putting him in a in a situation where he's got a huge chance to fail. That's why I wouldn't do it, Bob. I'm not saying I'm, he can't do it. I'm not saying he's not ready. I'm saying it's a huge ch- – chance you're taking. Uh, I don't like it much myself. Tracy has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. 
Tracy says, past talk of coach putting young guys in a situation that builds trust and confidence like late in the game and in close uh, scores. Never noticed until seeing a couple of replays that Benson was on the end of the power play with her second goal. He received a pass from Drysettle with composure and a guy close by uh, to check a stick but managed a nice pass to the point just before the goal. That comes to us from Tracy. Uh, and, hey, Benson was out there a couple minutes left uh, against... Uh, defending a 2-1 game with a goalie pole. Right, against Florida as yep. well. So... Lots of stuff, lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Uh, again, you can text us at uh, this text comes in thirty million out of lot. You know what? Here's your story right here. Let's hear it tomorrow. This is your story, okay? Uh, by the way, Melissa has texted the show to say, Bob, I can't believe that Mark Spector didn't know that Vision Quest is your favorite movie. Come on, from Melissa. Melissa. <laughs> Sorry, you, Melissa. You know what? It's actually not. It's one of my favorite movies. Love that movie. Spec, here's your story tomorrow. Okay, thirty million out of the lineup. Are you guys nuts? No hope tomorrow. That's the text that's come in. They win tomorrow. You run that text to the yeah. show, right? Yeah, Here's right. the order: thirty million out of the lineup. Are you nuts? Hey, no. it's a pretty heavy test. Boston's a really good team. They're opening up a road trip here, right? Yep. Practiced here uh, at the community rink right after the orders got off the ice there. You know, they're home and honing up their game for a playoff run. There, It's going to be a good test. I'm not telling you the Oilers can't win. I'm not saying that with... They're not the favorites. I'm not saying they're the favorites, but I'm not saying they can't win. Why can't they win? And that's the... The other thing is today, even with 30 million out, today, anybody can beat anybody in this league. Yeah. With the exception maybe of Detroit right now. Yeah, that's fair. Right? Like, now, guess who's beaten Boston four times? Yeah, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Ah, that's because they obviously take them lightly, I would say. But anyway, uh, having gone into Boston and won the game, and won it the way Edmonton did, Bob, they really ground out. A, right. They beat Boston at their own game. You know, Do you know how many? Pushed them around. And, that was home loss, what, for uh, yeah, Boston? They were in regulation, second. They're second all year. They and, weren't playing very well. They went on to lose a couple games in that stretch, but they're playing better now. This is a better Bruins team than the one Edmonton beat. They're coming in here after, you know, they're ready to, they're going to give Edmonton the best they got. We'll see what the orders have. I'm uh, looking forward to it. I've watched Tampa. Did you watch that game last night, Tampa and Colorado? No. Oh, man, they were going at it. It was a great game. Uh, obviously, the orders just played in Tampa. Then there's Boston. There is no way the Leafs get out of the division this no year. No chance. There is no, no chance. chance they get out of that. The, Tampa is not getting upset in the first round. And, you know, no. and, it, and the Leafs are getting either Boston or Toronto. Yeah. And I think Toronto's even less equipped this year to beat Boston if they play them well, than they were last year. Yeah, and I want to say that's that team can't have much confidence. It hasn't, you know, they've been trying to find it all year. They remind me of the Jets last season. Came off that Western Conference, you know, appearance, and they never found it last year. And they went in the playoffs, and they still hadn't found it, and they weren't confident, and they got walked by St. Louis. Uh but Toronto is just not a team that's going to go in against either of those clubs and really in their hearts think, we're ready, we can beat these guys. No, they're not that team, Bob. Hey, Stoff, tell Speck it's spelled Tony Mohagen, uh, M-O-H-A-G-E-N. You did find some stats I on found him. it. He's a beauty, a city of Edmonton firefighter. Oh, yeah. There, there we go. He's a Regina boy, six foot four, two twenty. Played uh, four years in the Western League and one game of pro hockey with the Cincinnati Mighty Ducks. Drafted in the seventh round by the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. I wonder why he never played. He must have gone 
I'm going to say maybe he decided to use his university money or something like that because he didn't take a very long run as a pro. Yeah. Uh, this from the Fawns. And you know what? Sorry, Fawns, but I'm going to disagree with you. Bob, the Oilers have plenty up front. Yamo's the best uh, top six trade we didn't make. Okay, I agree with that. Top 40 is a priority. Uh, the Fawns says Bear can defend. Uh, top four minutes D in the playoffs. Bears not big enough or experienced enough for the playoffs. Bear is a good five or six come playoff time. I think the game's changed. you got to be able to move the puck. Now, I do think Adam Larson gets more valuable as the season goes yep. on. So I kind of say, see what you're saying there, Fonz. But you know what? As we stand right now, it's tough to bet against Ethan Bear. He's yeah. been pretty. I, yep. He's in the Battle of Alberta. He's given away three inches in height, and Matthew Kachuk wants to fight him, and he says, "Let's go, let's go." Yeah. And he does fine in the fight. Yeah. His first pro fight. So the the game now, like he, the the caller isn't so far off. Text. It's getting more physical in the playoffs, and the smaller player has a rougher time. But the most important part of being a defenseman today is is the. You know, going back and getting pucks and turning them around, making making plays in small areas with little time, making passes on guys' tape so the puck gets out of your zone. Those are all the things he's doing so well right now. You know, he just he goes in under pressure, and the next thing you know, the puck's on a forward stick who's in, who's got time and space. And it's because Bear made the right play. So, yeah, will it get pushed around? I guess he's small. But the puck's getting out of your zone, and that's what counts. Limits the amount of shots, your defense have to block, Everything. those sort of things. Puck's going the right way. It's 118 in Edmonton. You know what? You already know that cars cost less in Wetaska. And make sure you go down and see Uncle Milt, Johnny Rich, and the gang at uh, Brent Ridge Ford. They're an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They're blowing out their 2019 F-150s. We're talking up to 20K off of select models. Give Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaska a call at one 877 I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 773-673 or visit BrentRidge.com. You know what? Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Leon Dreisaitl, you heard Mark Spector merits serious consideration for the Hart Trophy. He's up by 13 points in the scoring race right now. Over Pasternak? 
Yes. Uh, and and McKinnon. McKinnon's up to 82 points as well now. Okay. Uh, Kurt Hill will join us today at 135. He'll be our Oilers now headliner for touchback safety. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Just back to, I know we mentioned Tony Mohagan a couple times on today's show. So here's the story. So Zidane Chara goes up to Prince George after he's drafted by the Islanders in 96, 97. Yep. And I get a, I get a call, because there was no texting back then, from a guy named Cam Young, who... Uh, you know, I was working for it that time. Mm-hmm. And he said, are you still doing stats down at uh, Rexall Place for the visiting teams? I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, you need to tell Glenn Sather right now to go trade for Zidato Chara. And I go, why? <laughs> he goes, because he just knocked out this beast named Tony Mohagan out cold at a fight. And this guy is going to be a stud. And he said, Bob, I've been watching this Chara fella all year. He's going to be able to play for a long time <laughs> in the NHL. So Cam Young on top of... Uh, uh, running a very successful uh, reforestation company for a number of years. He knew hockey players. He knew hockey players yeah. as well. So, And you know what? When you're up in Prince George, they know a little about that. Quinnell, Prince oh, George. Boy. That's How does top Chara player. get traded twice in his career? Well, uh, once. He didn't get traded. Well, if the Islanders to Ottawa and the yeah. Ottawa to he, he Boston. He signed as a free agent in Boston. Oh, that's right. So they couldn't. Okay, sorry. Let me let me restate that. How does he move twice? When you're Ottawa, I know they picked, Ottawa decided they needed Redden, right? Was yeah, it, they, they, they had only to choose between Redden right. or Chara. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. I mean, How the, does he move? He should be the same team his whole career. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame player. He's an absolute Hall of Fame oh, player. There's oh, no question. question. And, and it's intimidating. Twice. Now, that said. Should he receive the suspension for that cross-check in Gallagher last Ah, sure. Give him a game. I don't care. You know why he didn't get one? Because he's sitting out Chara. Because which team has the most power in the NHL's office? Oh, maybe. I don't know if I'd buy that. You don't? You don't believe that Jeremy Jacobs and the Boston Bruins yeah, but are probably the most powerful team in the NHL? Could be, but I don't think that power reaches into the. You don't think so? Player safety. What did you no. think of Evander Kane's comments? Well, I don't like what player safety's doing. I think that if they're of all the things in the league, we both watch hockey our whole lives here. I feel like I can predict a lot of stuff in this game now because I've seen it happen before, and I, you know, learned a little along the way. The one place that you can't even begin. Again, to make a prediction, is player safety. It's absolutely ad hoc every this day. This has week. always been the area that you've always had real. You, you've supported the refs, the officials. I support the refs. There's a difference here. There's two things. The refs and player safety are two completely different right. things. You might not like the refs. You might not like player safety. I don't care. That's fine. But they're not the same thing. They're completely. In fact, player safety wishes a lot of times that the refs would properly call a game. You know, call a right. game so they would have to get involved. So. No, I just player safety to me, the whole thing is maybe it's that hard to do, Bob. Maybe it's that hard to be consistent. I had you know? somebody say to me in the last week, a player say to me, you know what, maybe it shouldn't be a player in that role making those decisions because there's too much connections to certain guys. And I said, well, wait a sec here. If you don't have a player in that role, then what happens is the comment you get is, how can you have a guy that's never played at yeah. the NHL level again sort of delineating what's appropriate, not appropriate, right? We've had them all in there. We've had Colin Campbell played a million Brian years ago. Burke. Brian Burke, who never played in the NHL but was a you know college player and a hockey man, a GM. Yep. Uh, now we've got we've had, uh, you know, Stefan Quintel was just a good, solid Physical defenseman. Tough. Yeah. Sure, tough enough. Uh, now a, a legitimate heavyweight in Peros. I mean, and a really smart guy. Yeah, who else do we have? We have Brendan Shanahan, who did everything, was a yeah. great, great player in yeah. every aspect of the I, game. Scored just so you know, Mark, I think it, you have to have a former player. I think so, too. That's fine. Hey, maybe it's just that hard to do, Bob. Maybe, you know, every guy in there has failed to pass the fan and media test, right? Every guy we've complained about. 
I, well, I think, we have a little, I think here in Edmonton we have a little bit more exasperation over the last couple of years. You know, like even like again, the it's the inconsistency. So the Oilers fans are blessed, and the Oilers organization of which I work for, Oilers Entertainment Group, we we lucked out. We got Connor McDavid. Yeah. But why is a breakaway in overtime where McDavid gets hooked, not a penalty shot or a call, but where Jack Eichel gets right? It's that sort of stuff where you go, okay, where's the consistency? McDavid gets suspended two games for a headshot. He's been flicked out a couple times, not and the player has not been suspended. You got Zdeno Chara cross-checking Brendan Gallagher in the bloody throat. Yeah, you think that's worth more now, than five I, I will say, you, you bring your boot up on a player, you automatically deserve a suspension. There's, that's a no-fly. There's cannot, no arguing about Cassian right, because you, right. when you do that— It was that, only a matter of how long he you was You get gone. what you get. You get what you get. Yeah. But the, 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 the frustration and the lack of consistency, I think, is understandable, Mark. Well, you're still confusing on-ice refereeing with player safety, though. Like— George Perros has nothing to do with McDavid getting hooked on a breakaway, right? It's a completely different. I, I get that. So, but shouldn't there be a better symmetry between the two? Is the point I make? Uh, maybe, maybe. You know, the officiating thing. Like, I'm harder on player safety, Bob, because they got all the time in the world. And that's a great point. They buddy. got all the time. They look at a million angles. They talk to ten. George Perros has a big web of people. You know, Ray Whitney and Coley Campbell and all kinds of people in NHL, Chris King and whomever's working there, they bounce that stuff off a bunch of guys before they come up with a decision. Uh, whereas on the ice, it just happens like that. It happens. The game is getting so fast. Refs are going to make more mistakes as we go along here, not less. Well, you just said something. The game is getting so fast. So should we be surprised that there's the challenge that there is with McDavid when he's the fastest guy out there? <laughs> I mean, you have a bunch of officials who are very, maybe, you know, like you got guys like Travis Toomey now in the league, former Western Hockey player. Yeah, he's player, a rising star played, as a linesman, I hear. Played for the Alberta Golden Bears. But yep. you know what? He wasn't good enough to ski at that next. So why would we think that officials that weren't good enough players would be able to delineate the the touch that takes place on the world's fastest player? Well, sure. Right? You can't I mean you can't find a Connor McDavid and turn him into a ref so we can ref Connor McDavid. It's never gonna be that way. Um you know, it's just I, I, I don't know, Bob. Like Linesmen and refs are different different things. I think linesmen get a bad shake because every time a linesman makes a bad call, it looks really bad, and we okay. all make fun of them. Linesmen make hundreds and hundreds of right calls. Linesmen aren't an issue in this league, in my opinion. Okay, like they get offside right, all, you know, at the lightning speed all the time. Sure, they're going to get some wrong, uh, but to me, it's the referees and it's the whole concept. Like we heard what one ref told, uh, was it Brendan Gallagher yeah. the other day? I'm not sure how that works. With Dean Morton? That you get to say those words to a player out there, but maybe they're saying it to him. I don't know. Well, I guess that's known as give or take. <laughs> Spec, we're going to wrap up your segment here with the injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. For the Oilers, the big news. Oscar Clefbaum out two to three weeks with a shoulder injury. Connor McDavid back in town. Um... I would suggest L.A. at the latest for McDavid. I'm just going to guess. I at the latest? At the latest. That's the first game of that road trip. Yep. Uh, uh, obviously, out with a quad injury. James Neal, out week to week, according to Dave Tippett today, still with a lower body issue. Yeah, he may never get the 21 goals, Bob. Cass- Save that third-round pick. Cassian suspended. Chris Russell skated before practice today, out in concussion protocol, out several more weeks. Joe Kim Nygaard. The orders will play Boston with tomorrow with six players that were in the lineup when they beat the Bruins 4-1. Wow. Mark Spector for HRA and the Horses. Thanks for coming by. 
Pleasure, Bobby. Talk to you on Friday. All right. Off to an Eileen Bell global news weather traffic update. Then we'll come back with Kurt Hill. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.